welcome back to the Unify Gathering Podcast. Thanks for tuning in once again. It has been nothing short of epic to have had you legends listening to this podcast since March. And this is our final episode. What a way to finish off our first ever series. As this one wraps up, don't worry, there's plenty more to come as Unify 2022 gets even closer. All we can reveal for now is that lineup news is coming soon and you better get excited for what's ahead. More on that in future episodes. For now, we're chatting with Hoss from Carnival, Lizzie from The Beautiful Monument, and Dan from The Brave. Plus, we'll recap some of your favorite Unify memories at the end of the episode as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our final episode. He goes by the name Hoss. We'll only call him Hoss, guitarist for Carnival. Hoss, thank you for speaking to the faction today. (laughs) Glad to be on board, brother. So when you played in 2019, is it true that it had been a few years since Carnival had played together? Uh, Not quite that long, man. It had been a period, quite a decent period, uh, heavy in a a, a writing studio period for us. So we kind of do a bit cyclic of, you know, sort of one period for touring, one period for writing and try and jump that around. But it had been a while, man. Yeah, absolutely. We we jumped at the opportunity when we heard the the offer. Um, We knew it was a little bit out of our spectrum, something a little bit different. And, you know, obviously we're a pretty different sort of aggressive band and not uh, exactly fitting the uh, unified lineup, I don't think. But I think, you know, I know they're trying to do that. I I love that about unified, the fact that they do do that, things like that, um, step a bit outside their circle. Um, But, um, oh man, it was a pleasure. It was such a great festival. Before your team got the phone call or got the email, had any of you heard of unified before? Yeah, we had, man. We knew some of the organisers um, and we knew it's sort of a bunch of the cats that, that were doing it and putting it on and had been working hard uh, behind the scenes. So, um, I mean, Australia is a small place, you know, it, I think, you know, still all heavy, but very different styles. Um, but we uh, knew a bunch of the bands, uh, good friends with a lot of the bands on that run and, um, you know, some of the organisers as well, man. So, yeah, we had a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good head. It was a, the back, I remember the backstage of that festival just being a good catch up with cats, you know, catching cats you hadn't seen in a long time. So um, it was definitely that kind of festival. I mean, most Australian festivals are, but that one had a, had a good place in our hearts. Can you mention some of these kitty cats? <laughs> some of these cats? Oh, yeah. Cats that were there. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going. Yeah, I, I didn't know where I was going either, but I tried. <laughs> um, oh man, like the, oh, the Ocean Grove Cats, a bunch of bands that were playing there, man. Even the Under Oath guys, the guys that were headlining above us on the night. Um, it was a funny, it's funny, man, because I'd actually tour manage those cats because I, I do tour management as well as, play, as performing. So um, I knew those guys from, I think it was the last, oh, some other big Aussie touring festival, like the year before, I'd, I'd looked after those cats. So it was, was even just good catching up with them, man. Um, but Caleb and all, all the crew that used to, that were working there at the time and working backstage and just general festival crew as well, man. Such a good catch up. Do you remember anything about the gig? I remember it was a bit of a hike to get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were all like dying to get out of the van once we got there. And, and I remember the site being quite funky. Um, and yeah, I just remember the backstage area, just hanging out and, um, and then yeah, yeah, catching as many bands as we could. Um, and having a few cheeky drinks on the night, I think, was probably the biggest memory. It was, was, was good, man. It wasn't a great year for musicians or any artists in 2020. Are you keeping busy in 2021? Absolutely, man, as always. I mean, 2020 was, was busy for us in a kind of a weird sense. We, we, we booked tours. We tried to do a, that Sound Awake 
uh, tour, decade tour, and that kind of keeps getting pushed and pushed back. And we're still trying to do that this year, you know, pending uh, COVID and pending how it all uh, pans out. We want to do the right thing by everybody um, as far as that's concerned. So, you know, it's, it was just a year of, of pushing, really, us kind of just having things moved and, and kept constantly moving, trying to get as much time in the studio and writing and pushing away, taking a bit of advantage of the fact that we were kind of in lockdown for a while, but it, it was it's, it sounds so so easy <laughs> yeah. back on it saying, oh, I'm in lockdown, I should be able to write an album, but it just doesn't quite work out that way. You know, it's, 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 uh, there's a lot of other factors going on in that. So it wasn't quite as simple as saying we had an extra 12 months up our sleeve. So... But it's, it was good, man. We got a lot of stuff done, a lot of a lot of work for us personally and, and individually, and, and as a whole as well. So you know, trying to trying to look at the glass half full, so to speak. Great to hear, Hoss. And whatever your objective is for twenty twenty one, I wish you all the best. Thank you for speaking to the faction today and reminiscing some unify memories. Cheers, brother. And now here's Goliath by Carnival. Enjoy.
we have the singer and bassist from the beautiful monument. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Amy. Thank you for speaking to the faction today. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Is the dog there too? You made the mistake of mentioning that you have a dog. I'm sorry, but I had to bring it up. So you played <laughs> twice at Unify, or have I missed one? No, no, we, we've, we've just we've been to every single one, yeah. but we've only played twice. So what compelled you to go to that first Unify? Well, I lived in Victoria at the time, and I was told it was just like a heavy metal camping festival, and I was like, that sounds fucking awesome, so... And I was fake then, and I totally didn't go because I'm from New South Wales, and I thought they were trying to trick me to harvest my organs. So no. How would you describe those first few years as a patron? Oh my god, it was so like homely the first few years. Oh my god, sorry, Billy's barking. So homely, like everyone was. It was kind of cozy, you know. Like it was only what like five thousand up to five thousand people. I think the first like couple years. I think even the first year was like. 2,500 people, I think. And yeah, did, it was it was so small and cozy, and then the bigger it got, I think it got a little bit scarier, but it, it, it's still such a, such a vibe. Did your band exist during these years? Yes, we did. We just weren't very big. <laughs> so tell me, what did you have to do to eventually get that spot at Unify, and I believe it was 2018? Um, we just had to release a record that people actually thought was better than the EP because <laughs> the EP was shit so we just had to release something that people actually liked. So when you got that call or you got that email saying that you are playing at Unify what was your reaction? Um, I wanted to throw up because <laughs> at that time there was so much happening with the band you know like we didn't have a, like a permanent drummer um, our bassist at the time was super sick so we were sort of like stuck in a rut of whether to take the show or not originally because we were like, fuck, how are we going to do this? This is just Andy and myself. Um, but then we got Amy on board and Alex on board and then we found a session drummer, which was awesome, and we made it all happen. So, Amy, when did you get that phone call to join the band? I believe it was a Facebook message. <laughs> so, um, And I, it felt like it was a bit fake. It was just like, Oi, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, explain the date. And I'm like, oh, I'm at Unify, babe. And she was like, oh, well, conveniently, would you like to play instead? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. So had you already bought your ticket? Yes, I already bought my ticket. <laughs> did you sell it? What did you do with it? Well, I still felt like it was a lie and it wasn't going to happen. So I kept it just in case. <laughs> Have you got some memories from that show? Um, it, was, it was a train wreck. It was a little bit, it felt awkward. It was, it was, we'd never met most of us. So me and Alex, we walked into rehearsals the day before and walked up to each other face to face and were like, hi, nice to meet you. Let's go play Unify. Like, what the Let's fuck? be best friends. Yeah. And then a few years later, you got to, I guess you could say, get more familiar with each other. Was it a much more successful hit? Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about that. Let's focus on that show instead. Yeah, that, the second one was probably the best show of my entire life. Yeah. I. Why? It was the vibe. Everything felt so good. And because it had been so stressful because of the rain and getting pushed, mm. like obviously it's not their fault that we had torrential rain and shit, but like getting sort of moved here, there and everywhere and being told we were playing one day and then not playing till the next day because there are people that had to catch flights and shit. It ended up being quite stressful. 
for some reason, it just made it so much better when we got on stage. Everyone was so happy and it was, like, all worth the stress. Yeah, like, I feel even fans awesome. were, like, they were just excited to be watching something. Like, yeah. even people that hadn't heard us before, they were like, oh, my God, just something's playing. Perfect. And <laughs> so it was just getting to play to so many new people that might have skipped it had the weather been better. Like, And then, like, making new friends because of that, new fans because of that. It was sick. It was just a relief. The whole day was just a relief. Yeah. And we were real drunk. So that we was really so <laughs> Can you give us an update for 2021? Um, we're working on some new stuff. We just dropped some new T-shirts, some new ring it. Are they ringer tees? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which they're super fun. Um, so, yeah, we just dropped some merch. Uh, we're just working on, like, writing and stuff at this stage just because, obviously, the band, it, like, you know, we have two members in Victoria and a member in South Australia until this whole COVID shit fucks off. Like, we don't know when we're going to see each other. Like, TBM hasn't been together since February last year, which is the longest I've gone without seeing some of my best friends. Um, but, yeah, we, apart from that, I guess all we can do is sort of, like, long-distance yeah. writing because there's, unless yeah. we can now... FaceTime the world <laughs> without delay and drums playing like two seconds off. Like we can't do any of that live streaming stuff, unfortunately. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Amy. And I suppose thank you, Billy, for joining us on The Faction today <laughs> and reminiscing some of your memories as a patron and as a performer at Unify. All the best for 2021. Thank Thanks, you lovely. so much. You have a great day. This one is Stay by The Beautiful Monument.
His name is Dan Newcomb, plays bass in the band, Brisbane band, The Brave, and he joins me on The Faction. Dan, thank you for speaking to The Faction. Hey, mate, no worries. So you played in 2017 and then you played most recently in 2020. Is there anything yeah, that you right. anything you notice different in that period of time? Not really in the grand scheme of things. I guess for us as a band, we obviously had a few years of gigging and touring and I guess just getting better at what we do as musicians and, you know, touring artists, but um in terms of the whole the whole way that the the festivals run, I think it's just a great time for everyone who tours to get together with people that you don't see very often, and kind of everyone's in the same place. Did you have any expectations before that gig in 2017? Uh, not really. I think in 2017 we were just so pumped to even be asked or you know even considered to to play it. So um, you know, us getting on stage was kind of a dream. Because it's that Australian uh, heavy music thing and it's not like a, a touring festival, you know, you get some touring festivals that'll jump around from city to city and some of the bands might not be able to hang out the whole day because they've got to, you know, fly to another city to get ready for the next uh, show they're doing. But with Unify, you get the chance to spend the whole weekend with a bunch of mates. Um, I know for us, we had like our sound guys from Melbourne, uh, we had friends from Sydney, we had friends from Byron, we had friends from Adelaide, from, you know, all over the place, just kind of hanging out in the one spot. And you get to spend the, the good few days with them rather than the, uh, you know, half an hour, hour of time you get to catch up with people when you're touring around. In 2019, you weren't playing, but you bought your own ticket to get through the gate. What compelled you? At the time, I kind of had a bit of spare time up my sleeve for, for that weekend and I thought, all right, I'm, I'm going to go and get down there and go to a festival not playing or, you know, taking photos or something and just kind of go and hang out as a patron. Um, so it was, it was awesome. I mean, every time I die, I played, so I was stoked. Would that be, of all the years you've been to Unify, would that, mm-hmm. would that every time I die set be a favourite of yours? Uh, yeah... They would definitely be up there. Um, there's there's so many over the years, like the three years that I've been. Um, but I remember standing there with uh, our sound guy, Cal, watching every time I die, just blown away by how good they sounded. Let's hope we can get you back at Unify in 12 months' time. Can you give us an update, a 2021 update for the Brave? Is there something that we can look forward to? Positive messaging is what we're digging for at the moment. Yeah, well, um, it's it's been pretty, you know, in a weird way, the downtime's been kind of nice. Um, you know, you, you get into that routine where you're writing and recording and everything, and then you put out an album, and then you tour the album, and then you get towards the end of that cycle, and you're starting to prepare for the next one. So I guess we've tried to take a bit of a positive out of this downtime and spend that time chilling out, doing the other things that we're doing in, in life, you know, like just other work and our singers uh, had a kid, so... Hey, congratulations. Yeah, great. And then, um, and then, yeah, just working on a whole bunch of new music and uh, looking to put out a lot of that next year. And what's or the best year, place? Or, well, yeah, okay. where's the best place to stay in touch with everything going on with The Brave? Uh, probably just through social media. Uh, probably Instagram... Facebook, that kind of thing. Just just your regular channels. 
Speaking to Dan Newcomb, the bassist from The Brave. Dan, thank you for reminiscing some of your most cherished Unify memories. Hope to see you down the road soon. Thanks for having me. And now it's time to hear a track from The Brave. Here's Technicolor. So to finish off our epic run of poll questions earlier this week, we asked you what was your favourite Unify memory? What your favourite Unify memory was? We loved reading through your highlights from Unify, so make sure to check in on our Facebook and Instagram for an awesome read-through of some epic stories 
The Ghost Inside massive performance in 2020. Architects incredible 2018 set in the pouring rain. Eating toasties from Toaster. Hearing North Lane play Intuition for the first time. Crowd surfing to Alexis on fire and hanging all weekend with some of the best people in the whole world were some of our favourites. Well, we love Unify and it means so much to read about and hear how, how, how much the festival means to all of you legends too. For now though, this is the end, at least for a little while. Thanks for tuning in, legends. We've had some epic chats, reminisced, laughed and celebrated so many Unify highlights and memories from festivals gone by. The best part is... This is just the start. We've got some exciting Unified news coming for you soon. Yes, that might have something to do with the lineup. Maybe you'll just have to wait and see. Stay tuned for more episodes down the track, plus some secret and special announcements too. Who knows what's ahead? Thanks again. Have a bloody brilliant Thursday, legends.